Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. Do I need a jingle? What do you think? Hi, welcome to this moment. We're going to dive into the glorious topic of relationships today with all my guts. I'm going to share everything that I've learned. What I called this week was things that work in relationship and life and things that don't. And while I know that my list is going to continue to grow because we never stop learning and when you have people in your life especially or you have a body... Um, the learning continues forever. I really wanted to contribute this to you guys that are out there banging away, you know, crushing it, failing at it, succeeding with it in relationship, okay? So the first thing I want to let you guys know is that obviously, as with every show, I have an offer. And one of the things I'm starting to do are, are private intensives around a topic. So if you're watching this in real time, In the next two days, I'm going to be taking one more person into a 10-week private intensive with me around relationship. Um, Relationship for me, you guys, as you've heard, as I've talked about, has been up and down and sideways and all over the map. And I think for me, the last three years have been this deep dive exploration into receiving, into awareness, into the intimacy with myself, into no intimacy with myself into what I truly want to be with another person. Um, There's been so much learning going on about me and about other people and so much change. And so, so it's a, you know, being in a relationship is, it's not necessarily the fairy tale that we're sold in Hollywood. In fact, it never is. It's probably one of the hardest, most challenging Um, most confronting things that you'll choose because what you're faced with when you involve yourself with another person is everywhere you are really, really great and everywhere you are really, really ugly. And that's, and that's how that goes. So I want to dive into today, some of the key things that I've learned, things that work, things that don't, um, just to gift them to you in case you hadn't looked at it in that way. And if you guys are watching in real time and want to tell me where you're watching from, and please post your questions as I talk about things, I would be happy to weave them into this conversation. So tell me where you're watching from. Tag a friend if you're watching this in the future. Share this with everybody. Let's get started. Okay. Gary Douglas tells us a lot of things about relationship, um, but one of the things that he goes into in Foundation is there's three secrets three elements to creating a good relationship. And they're super fucking simple. The sex is good. They provide money or an energy that creates more money. They let you do what you want and you let them do what they want. Now I can tell you, I've been in and out of these like a wild woman, you know, like sometimes I'm like super great at this and sometimes I'm super terrible, but those are three things that actually make for a great relationship, a good relationship. If you add the elements of intimacy, you've got a great relationship. I'm going to tell you how this breaks down in my world. <laughs> here's, here's some of the things that don't work that I've discovered. Trying to control somebody. That does not work. It never works. They don't like to be controlled. They do not want to be what you think they should be. And this goes for kids, partners, parents, roommates, 
anybody that you are around, they don't want to be what you think they should be. They want to be what they want to be. So the thing that does work, the thing that I'm really getting a lot of information about that I'm choosing, that I'm playing with is being the power that you are. In Infinite Being School last week, I did a video and you can find it on YouTube in the Infinite Being School playlist on something around problems. And what, this is going to be a very inelegant segue, but I had read this thing in the bars manual that talks about power. Maybe I have it open in front of me. Yeah, here. As a catalyst for change, so, so bars, which is 32 points on your head, clears out all your considerations about things, right? And for most of us in relationships, we were shown power over someone else, right? Or powerless. We pretty much were given the choice to have two different positions. You're either powerless and you can't do anything or you feel powerless and somebody else has the power or you're in the other area in the reverse position. So that's pretty much what we're shown. And the thing is that that's a non-functional thing. And most of what we have difficulties with in relationship, most of the reasons why relationships break down over the years is because we were taught non-functional things and we keep trying to do them and fix them and tweak them to get those things to work. But the things themselves are broken. And so one of the things that's broken in this reality is this concept of power. And, you know, if I look back on where he and I have had all our difficulties, it's where we've been trying to make something work from that broken power structure, which ends up being a power struggle. So this is where control comes from, right? You're trying to control the other person and have the power to create the change that you think if they just accepted would make everything easier, but that it's not, it doesn't work. So true power is being the catalyst for change. Um, in Access, Gary says here, we talk about the potency of things because you as the being through energy, space, and consciousness are the catalyst for change rather than having the power to change. You as the being, as energy and space and consciousness are the, are the catalyst for change rather than having the power to change. So most of the difficulties that I see in relationship, people that bring things into my calls and have questions is they're trying to change. They're either trying to change themselves or they're trying to change the other person. And it's not working. This is why it doesn't work. As a catalyst for change, anything that is willing to change can. And anything that isn't willing won't change. And you don't have to try to control it to make it happen. So how many of you guys tried to use control in your relationships with your kids, with your partner, with yourself? I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us can raise our hands, right? We're trying to get something the way that we think it should be, whether that's us or the other person or our children or our parents, right? Like it shouldn't be that way. It should be different. And for the most part, we're all functioning from there in some way. And all of that is what creates the difficulties. That, by the way, is what's called presumptive reality. Like any should that you're doing that I'm doing is a presumption that it should be different. So again, like things that work and things that don't. Things that really work are like going beyond presumptions and going into like more just noticing, more just like observation of what is. So, so since I've been changing this, so one of the big huge tools that I've been using to create space with everything right now, as you guys have heard me talk about, is the clearing out the presumptive and the need of reactive realities. It's such a fucking big wordy intellectual phrase, 
but it articulates something that we're doing. So if I have the presumption in my relationship that he should, uh, he should let me know ahead of time when he's going to go hang out, when he's going to leave the house, whatever. We work from home, so it's like we're always here together until somebody takes off. If my presumption is that he should communicate about that, when, when he doesn't do it in the way that I think he should, right? This is where control and power over comes in. And I'm still doing, I've got to change this situation to match my presumption. It's an immediate fight because I'm going to go into control to try to make that change happen. If on the other hand, I recognize number one, that I'm doing presumption, that he can choose whatever he wants. See, three elements to a good relationship. You let them do whatever they want and they let you do whatever you want. I think that's been my hardest thing, mostly just because of all the presumptions that I had about power. You know, if, if the other person does whatever they want, then I'm of no value is where I would go. So that's another presumption, right? If, if you do, I can't let you do whatever you want because then that means that I'm of no value. So then it gets really hairy in there. See, I'm getting lost because that's, I mean, we get lost, right? We get lost in all our presumptions and then we get into our need to react and then we're fucked. That's things that don't work. All right. But let's say I clear that, clear that stuff out and I give myself some space and I can just be with what is. Okay. This is what consciousness is. Consciousness is the inclusion of everything that is. Every difficulty in any situation, and let's talk about relationships right now, is from the avoidance or the refusal of what is. So for the most part, like we don't want to know the good, but we don't want to know the bad and the ugly about ourselves. We don't want to know the bad and or we don't want to know the whole spectrum about the other people, the other people in our lives. We want things to be the way we want them, essentially. And so we go to trying to create the change to get the things the way that we want them. And therefore we're not doing true power. We're doing trying to force a change. I, I bet you this is where all difficulty comes from right here, is not actually getting what true power is. I mean, the more I talk about this, the more I'm like, oh my God, let's do a clearing here for all of us. What energy, space, and consciousness can we in our bodies be to be the power we truly be for all eternity? Thank you. And everything that doesn't allow it, times a godzillion, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys, poems, ambience. Okay. I know this is super ADD, but okay, so let's return to our thing here. So as a catalyst for change, instead of having the power to change, anything that's willing to change can, and anything that isn't won't, and you don't have to try to control it to make it happen. So what happens when you try to control your person or your kids? What happens? Does it ever work? <laughs> like, well, I know what happens for me when I try to control is the other person fights. So, and then I fight because I think I'm right. And there we have our fight right there. When on the other hand, I'm just with what is, right? I'm with all the information. I'm with what truly works for him. I'm with his choices. I'm with what comes up for me. I'm using the tools to handle what comes up for me. And all of that can exist in exactly the same space. What we get access to is a totally different set of possibilities. And apparently that's an infinite being. That's what an infinite, that's infinite being having all choice and all possibilities. Finite being, having difficulty and problem is like this other thing where you only have two choices. And so, so what I'm seeing like all of us doing and some that I've done so much of is like trying to fix this reality or force 
a change in this reality instead of being the power and being the change where if something can change, it will. And if something can't, it won't. And then just being with all of that and going, well, does this work for me? And what would I need to be different for it to work for me? Huge. So things that work, being power. Things that don't work, trying to force a change. Being the catalyst for change works. Forcing a change doesn't work. All right. Cool. What's another thing? I wrote down my tricks. Ah, well, this really is like along the same exact lines. Allowing the other person to have their reality. I think for most of my life, I don't know about you guys, but I think for most of my life, I have been trying to change other people's realities. Any of you guys get super aware of the realities of the people in your world, like your family, your close person, maybe other people that you're just around. Anybody get like a super download of their reality and go, oh my God, it doesn't have to be that way. And I know that I bring up my mom a lot because she's a very extreme example of of the way she's created her life that I would never choose, you know? And sometimes it's easier to see it when it's a super extreme example. But that's been my whole life. I've, I've always looked into other people's worlds and been like, well, you know, like I, my mom, would, when, I was, when I was in my, when I was younger, I remember very distinctly my mom going, kind of going into a lot of impossibility. I didn't know that I came in a bundle of possibility. I, can't, I felt like I came in all fucked up, but I was just aware. But I remember she would go into these moments of like impossibility, like this is impossible. And every single time that she would say that, I would go, nope, everything's possible. And I would go find a way. I've been that way since I came in. Um, your kids with their interesting choices. Okay, so, I would, so then as I got older and I got more advanced and whatever, you know, we grow up. I looked back at my mom's reality and I just... I just wanted it to be different. I wanted it to be different for her. I, I thought it was for her. I, but what I, so I, you know, that. I wanted it to be different. I didn't want her to be struggling and having a hard time and all this stuff. So I would constantly like come back, this is pre-access, come back into the relationship and like share all this change that I was getting. And like, well, she was also telling me that she wanted help. So I was sharing the things that she, was saying she wanted help with and nothing was changing. And that just got worse and worse and worse and worse over the years. Until finally, finally, with the use of access consciousness tools, I was I finally was able to go, oh, she doesn't want anything different. <laughs> like she's having exactly what she wants to have as her reality. For some reason, I bought that it was my job to make it better. Guess what that is? A judgment that there is a better than what she's choosing, not a different. It's better. My way's better. Or is it? Is it just different? So I kind of, I brought all that back in because it's been hitting me again that I'm still doing it, except with a different person. And I've changed it so much over the last three, three weeks. Hello, I'm Crystal. I'm three weeks old. <laughs> but this thing of like allowance for other people's realities, allowance, allowance for other people's realities, the kids that you have, the partner that you have, the other people in your life, it, that works. Allowance works. Well, tell you what doesn't fucking work is trying to change their reality into what you think it should be. 
Should, what is that? That's the presumption that it should be different. It's also the presumption that you know better. It's also the presumption that your choices are better. Like it's a superior move on all fronts. And what it creates is a constant fight for you to, it's a constant fight. That doesn't work. What does work is allowance for the other person's reality. I remember, this was probably five or six years ago when I was living in Vancouver and I had roommates at the time and I was doing, and I've caught myself in various forms of this over the years. So I was doing again with them like, oh, we're all in access consciousness. We're all facilitators. We must all want the same thing. And of course it was unconscious that I was doing that, but that's all I was doing. I was like, oh, we're going to, this is going to be so fun. We're going to live in this big house together. We're going to have such a good time. Notice there's no questions there. We did ask questions. And for the most part, where it was functioning from wasn't question. It was the conclusions of this will be fun. We all do access consciousness. We're all facilitators. We all want the same thing. So after about like four or five months, it really fell apart, like badly. Like I had some of the people that still work with access consciousness ask me later, like, how did you live in that situation? Because one of the persons was like, she left badly. So it was, it, it got really, really hard and really, really bad. I remember sitting with all of this, like realizing how little I wanted to know really about where these other people functioned from. I really, really, really wanted to believe what I had told myself and what even everybody had told themselves about each other from the beginning. And so as reality was setting in and all reality is really is what is as all of what is was sinking in. I, I had to go through some grief. I had to go through some stuff. Um, there was so much of what was true that I had cut off because what I really wanted to maintain was the fantasy. And that's for the most part, the thing I see people doing. That's for the most part, the thing I've done to get myself into a lot of hot water. So in the last three weeks, as I've been clearing out the presumptive and the need of reactive realities, which by the way, you guys is so foundational to where we function from, to what creates all these difficulties. And what's been occurring is I've been receiving more. That's what happens. You start to clear this stuff out and you receive more. All receiving is, is everything. You just receive more of everything. All the information, all what's there, good, bad, and ugly. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. That's receiving. So what I've been recognizing, oh, and this is why I told you the Vancouver story, is something that I heard Gary say a while ago. And it was, it was a question. And he asked me, and I've heard him ask other people, do those people have the same choices that you do? Now, I would fight this tooth and nail. Do they have, do they have available to them the same choices that you do. Now in the beginning I was like, yes, they do. They can. This this really stuck me. Another thing that stuck me about my mom I was like, she can choose, but she won't. I heard myself say that constantly. And I did it again with these people in Vancouver. I'm like, they can choose, but they won't. And of course it just takes a persistence with consciousness to start to hear yourself. You know, when you're in a spot and you can't change it after a while, just keep asking for awareness. You'll get it. They can choose it, but they won't. They can choose it, but they won't. And finally, one day I asked myself, can they choose anything else or no? And I was like, oh, they can't. They like literally 
don't have the same choices available. They don't have the same willingness. They don't have the same ability for change and choice. They don't have this. They don't have. We're not the same. We're different. This is me, and this is the like different. Not even the same shape. Not even in the same element family. Like different. And that is what works in a relationship is recognizing that you guys are totally different. You don't even, you don't function from the same place. You don't want the same things. You may have certain things that really work together in terms of your priorities or things that you're choosing with your life. But the bottom line is like to really create a great relationship, you have to ask questions like, what will my life be like in five years with this person? What does this person expand my life and expand the future? Um, does this person make me happier? Am I grateful? And because you can't base a relationship on things you have in common because you're not the same thing. You're a different article. And you'll never, this is never going to be this. So this can contribute to this, but they're never going to be the same thing. They're going to be contributing elements in each other's lives, but not the same element in each other's lives. So if this keeps fighting for this to be this, there's always going to be a problem. No receiving, no, because you're not, you're not me. And so I hate you. <laughs> you're not me. So I hate you. I'm like, well, I, I can't be you. I'm like, I'm me. And why don't you care about me? Well, I'm different. <laughs> essentially relationship and then they bash each other I mean most relationships are you you bash each other and then you love each other and then you bash each other and you love each other and you finally build up so much judgment that you leave so if on the other hand this can recognize that this is different and this can recognize that this is different then they can see well how can I contribute to you today well you know what else is possible that we haven't considered can you get this little hanging yeah <laughs> You're never going to be the same. You don't have the same choices. You don't have the same desires. You don't have the same anything. You're different. So what works is allowance for the other person's reality. Allowance for your reality. And guess what works the greatest with this one? It's to have allowance for how different you are first. Because what I see us doing is we try to go have allowance for the other person first while we hate ourselves and are so mean to ourselves. But if you can have allowance for how different you are, like the greatness that you are, the amount of choices that you have, what you truly desire, what you are the source of, then all of that allowance spills over onto the other person in your life. So allowance works comparison and trying to get the other person to want what you want doesn't work. Okay. Here's another piece of that is let them have all of their stuff. All right. That works. Letting them have all of their stuff. Okay. You know, in the phase I think I get that Andres and I are in, for example, right now is this phase of, um, really using these new tools to see what kind of new space we can create for ourselves. And it's really working. Like, I can't even tell you um, the amount of ease we have and care for each other and restoration of our being and the care that our beings are is just, it's really staggering. Uh, it's only been two weeks since we started using these new tools. And it's like, I, I have a week there. It's just, wow. Opened up 
possibilities I didn't even know we could get to. Because we had really gotten to that point where we'd gotten to the end of what we knew how to choose. And this is, I know a lot of people that are there right now. And it's not wrong. And if you're at that point and it's time to really change the relationship and choose something else, that's not wrong either. But what's showing up for us is different. It's this the use of all these tools and finding out that we actually can care about each other and the difference that we are. We do have space and allowance for the other person's choices. It is okay and great for us with the other person that they are themselves. That is a gift. It's like we're finding that again. It's like that stuff that you could perceive in the very beginning before all the judgment and the the stuff came up over the years, you know, um, is, has returned and, and it's so rich. So where was I going with that? Letting them have all their drama points of view, beliefs, and feelings. Okay. Part of the gift of all of this in kind of clearing out all the need to react and all the presumptions of like, well, this should be, and that should be, and all that has been the allowance for, for him and for me to have any and all drama, any and all feelings, any and all beliefs, and any of all of the things that maybe before I would have judged or he would have judged as it shouldn't be there. I see in me, with myself, this drive to be perfect. Has anybody else ever tried to be perfect? You know, to use the tools in an effort to be like the perfectly conscious or perfectly unreactive or whatever, perfect. And what's showing up now is, and what's really working now, is this allowance for even when things come up, because they do, going, okay, cool. Well, what is this? What can we do with it? Can we change it? And how can we change it? And one of the, one of the patterns that he and I got into is that when something would come up, because it always does, we are in, on this journey of creating more consciousness for ourselves and to whatever degree we want it. So stuff's going to come up. That's what happens. Did you know that when you ask for something greater stuff comes up? So stuff's going to come up. That's, it's like a part of it. And what we would do is stuff would come up and then it would, it would hit this presumptive reality in both our worlds that if this is coming up, then that means this is ending or this is, um, broken in some way, or we are doomed, or like it was hitting all these really wounded, presumptive things that in both of us. And so, as we've been clearing over these last two or three weeks, those my presumptions are just disappearing, like, and which is cool because that's allowing his to come up and melt as well. This is the cool thing about changing yourself is that it will affect the people around you without you needing to do anything. So what's so what showed up like three or four days ago was this presumptive reality that we had both been doing of well if stuff comes up that means and then oh my god. And I said to him and this is another this is another thing that works in relationship. I noticed it. And I we we came out of the the little tough thing we were doing and we came out of it pretty fast. And I went up to him and I said, "Look, I'm sorry. I'm doing some big presumptions here." And and I'm going to keep using the tools with this. I said, what would it take? Here's, here's our capacity as people who have questions. What would it take for you and me to just know this stuff's going to come up? And to, when it comes up, go, well, okay, cool. Well, stuff's up. 
What is it? What can we do with it? Instead of taking it personally or making it mean something about us or, or going into this disaster energy, because I have never really articulated, this is what we're doing. We go into disaster, you know, and then it takes us much longer to come out of it. What would it take for us to like, just get that stuff's going to come up and that when it's up, just know that it's up and go, well, what is it? What can we do with it? Is it a presumptive reality? Is it a need for a reactive reality? Is it something we can change? And, and just keep going. Do you get that that is something we could start to look at and choose? And you, can, you should see the light in his eyes come on when I brought that up. He was like, oh, yeah, I think we could start kind of looking at that. And it was this, it was this additional moment that's, I mean, we've had so many of these in the last three weeks, but it was this additional moment where I was like, wow, this is what being a catalyst for change is. It's having the awareness of everything. Right? Like all the good, all the bad, all the ugly, all the places where we function really well, all the places where we function shitty, all the places where we're ugly to ourselves and to each other in a moment, all of it. And going, well, all right, if this wasn't the end of the world and it didn't have to be the end of anything, if it could just be stuff that's up, what can we do with it? Can we change it? Is it and, and, and starting to choose to be the catalyst for change instead of needing to force a change. Because I, I learned how to force change, and it, it's not functional. You can like really, 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 really work hard to get a change, and sometimes a change will occur from that. But there is a possibility for that that is so much easier, and it's the allowance of you. And... Sometimes it takes some work to get to allowance. It's taken me 10 years to get to this moment. So it's, that's why I'm offering the private intensive with me. If you guys are really keen to change your relationship reality, it, it does. sometimes it takes some work. But if you put in the work, if you really put your attention there and you start really going, okay, what is it that I want to change? What's, what, is, what do I need change with? Start with that intensity. Look at it. And start really clearing out the unconsciousness that holds the intensity in place, holds the fight in place, holds all the presumptions in place. What you get access to is your creative ability to create a totally different future. And all of these new possibilities that literally didn't exist before you were willing to be what you truly be. You know, for... I, um, I've known... I've known there's a, a happiness and, a, and an ease available beyond all this fight and all these presumptions and all these reactions. And I've been doing the best I can to get there. I'm so grateful for consciousness having our back and taking care of us and going, ah, you need change? Here's the thing. Um, so how does it get better than this? What else is possible? <laughs> Hopefully this is a gift to you guys. If you need more change, I'm here for it. And I don't care where you are in the relationship spectrum. I don't care where you are. If you're dating or you're in one or you're breaking up or wherever you are, I'm, I am here. And I'm going to be working with one more person over the next 10 weeks. And if that's you, just private message me. We'll get started. We'll chat and get started. Um, if you're watching this in the future and you're like, oh my God, what would it take? I'm still here for it. So share this with a friend you know is like needing some great and glorious energy and contribution in their life with the people in their life. 
and um, hopefully I'll get to see you guys very soon. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm.